I know things you never see. You never see someone taking a shit while running at full speed. Come on, kid, get rid of some of them turds in the shit box. Welcome to the Bathroom Break Podcast with me, Rab himself. You're saying he sabotaged the Kyle podcast so that his would be better. <laughs> TK can always, you can always give TK, this is for anybody in the whole world, TK is always like 10% at fault of yeah. anything. <laughs> I mean, if there's something going down at wall, TK's got his hand in it, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Right, can always blame. Always blame old TK. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Dude, the last time I was I was like a, a guest on a podcast, I had like a gash in my forehead. From what? From getting like uh, a chair poked into my brain. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, how did that happen? I was doing stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> Guess it went well. <laughs> yeah. No, I was doing stand-up and I was like... um. I was just on stage. We didn't get paid, but we got paid in like drink tickets. And like I just found out I was having another kid too. So like I was like, oh man, like fuck, what am I going to do? You know, like, I, was, <laughs> I was trying to make like this dream happen of like big time comedian, like or yeah. actor or some shit like that. Yeah. So I got fucking super drunk. And there was this guy that was in the audience that was like heckling everybody. This big old, like big, big dude, big old Mexican dude. And so I'm like, I get up on stage. I'm like, I got this, guys. I'm going to handle this heckler. I got this. I tell the other comedians. And all the other comedians are like little skinny guys and stuff. And I felt like I was like, yeah. I used to play football. Like, I'm good. Yeah. I get up on stage. I say like one joke. And then I just look at the guy. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. And I just stare at him like that. There's no joke. There was no joke. It, was, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't like I, I, I was witty and I got him. It was just like, fuck you. Jesus. <laughs> and I just stared at him. He's like what i'm like fuck you i'm like waiting for people to laugh because i thought it was going to be funny but it wasn't funny and he throws a uh he throws a glass at me jesus and i'm like what the fuck you're gonna throw a glass at me then he picks up another glass and he throws that at me and i'm like why don't you come up here and he's like walking up up the the stage and he takes grabs one of those chairs like a bar stool but it's like the um the foot was like that yeah and he just jams it right in my forehead Jesus Christ. Yeah. And like, I, I still like was ready to punch him. So I punch him and like, we're going down and stuff. And like, he's falling back. I'm coming after him. Like, he's kind of like running away a little bit. Cause he's looking at me. Like, he's like, Oh should I need to get out of here? Cause I just murdered this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's thinking he just <laughs> killed me, but I'm still like, I can't feel it. Cause I'm like, yeah. my adrenaline. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, come here. And I'm like, I'm like tipping tables over and stuff like that. Come over, get over here. And I'm like chasing him out. The bartender says, get the fuck out. And I look down, I'm like, oh my God, there's blood all over me. And I thought I killed him. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, did I just punch this like the blood out of this guy's face? <laughs> and so I'm like, oh shit, and I run. And I, I run over to this Del Taco, and I, I'm like underneath the fluorescent lights. And I'm like, geez, I have so much blood on me. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I do this, and I fucking, Ugh. my finger goes like right to my like the edge of my skull. And I'm yeah. like, oh gosh. And you found the hole where the blood was coming I found the from. hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, t- I'll send you a picture of it but like I told my buddy who was it was like his first time ever doing stand up like this was his he was like I told him come on out man it's fun it's like oh say a couple God. jokes yeah and so I'm like I, I'm hiding behind this Del Taco I'm like yo pick me up I'm right behind the Del Taco he comes over and picks me up 
my ex-wife, my, my wife at the time, but like my ex-wife, she, uh, I was like, you can't tell her. You can't fucking. She's tell not her. gonna notice this. Like in my I, face. I really, I, t- I said like you can't tell her. Yeah. And then like I'm like, oh fuck. When I got to the doctors and stuff, I'm like, I had a big old. I had to get stitches and stuff. I had two black eyes. Oh my god. I had to coach football the next day. Like we had a game the next day, <laughs> so I had these big old fucking glasses on, and like this this patch, and all the players are just like looking at me like, what's up with him? He never wears a hat, and I was wearing a hat like to yeah, hide it. But I was like this. everything up. And I remember like. We were losing at halftime, and I was like, you guys, you guys got to go for it. This is like, we don't know when we'll have another chance. And I was like, take it off. I'm like, look at this. Yeah. This is me going after what I want. You do it. And I used it. <laughs> and we still lost. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is me going this after is, my dream. This is me going after it. <laughs> so comedy is no laughing matter at this. Uh... Comedy was not, I'm not, I wasn't good at it. Oh man, apparently some guy wanted to beat you up over it. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. It was nuts. Welcome to the Bathroom Break Podcast. I'm Rab himself and I'm sitting here with the infamous TK. <laughs> We're talking about crazy comedy stories of getting holes in your forehead and jesus christ that's i mean crazy. it's not jackass stuff yeah but like close to it close to it it's sadder than that stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys laughed after it i was just like yeah maybe i sad. should give up man it, yeah i um i went and did a little uh i guess you'll call it stand-up set the other day it was more or less me just getting up and telling stories and um it went okay. I I did one uh, prior that was it was fun and I got a lot of laughs. And the story that I told on that one got a lot of laughs. But this one was like, eh, so so. I, you know, I told a new story. I didn't really know it, and it was like, but just the random stuff I was throwing out got some laughs. But then the story was hard because it, it was a hard venue. The uh, the place was like half bar, half what we're you know the comedy thing oh. and so people were just talking the whole time and you could just hear this chatter over it and yeah and like the moments you're trying to kind of let it be quiet to laugh you just hear all this chatter and it sort of throws you off and the hardest places yeah i had never i've never done it you know so like i had never done it really at all i i did it the first time and that was at a real comedy place and then this one was at like a bar and so i hadn't gone through all of what it is to go to like you know some bowling alley and try yeah. and make people laugh that are bowling like you know like so that's really hard so this one was kind of like that and and not to make any excuses i, I just think that the story wasn't as strong as the other one so that was probably why i didn't get as many laughs but sometimes but like yeah. you, you you would change depending on where you're at like in the bowling alley you need like the shorter like that story is probably perfect for like an intimate setting where everybody is like facing you yeah listening quiet Oh, I'm ready for this like 15 minute story. I'm ready for this. Yeah. Whereas in a bowling alley, you need like those quick hitters to be yeah. like somebody walking by, like, oh, that was a good joke. What's up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I feel like I kind of learned that uh, part of it the other day by by kind of doing it there. So, so like, how, how did you like how how long did you do the stand up stuff for? Um. So I had my first child. So I was doing film stuff, and I was like doing music videos, trying to go to film festivals and stuff. Had a kid, took a year off, and then I was I, I decided, and I was in Orange County, so I was thinking, how do I how do I continue to do this but staying in Orange County? Because it's hard to do the film stuff. It's hard to do, yeah. it's hard to go to auditions for acting. The only thing I could do was stand-up. Like, the only way I can actually be seen, instead of doing, like, theater, which I did not like theater that much because it's, like, 
You yeah. practice and practice and practice and you're done and then you're you do it and then you're done with it forever. I like film because you keep shit forever. Yeah. Like it's like time capsule shit. Yeah. Um so I waited a year after I had the kid and I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna go back into it. And I I started going to this place called Anchor Bar in Costa Mesa. Yeah. This was in like two thousand thirteen, two thousand thirteen. I didn't tell anybody, like, because the guys were already workaholics and doing all that shit like that. I didn't tell anybody, like, I went to college with them and all that shit. I didn't tell them that. Yeah. I was just going up, doing my stuff, and, you know, like, we, I would do the open mics, and finally I got to go to the Irvine Improvs and stuff like like that, and then they, they everybody figured out, like, oh, you're you're that, you know, these guys and stuff like that, so started getting a couple more gigs, because, yeah. you know, just fucking being around. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like just, that's how I got into that. So you've had the experiences of being in random bowling alleys and like little things I have like that had or... all those experiences. Yeah. There was a place called, not Hoagie Barmichaels. Was it Hoagie Barmichaels? <laughs> that's a great name. Hoagie, it might have been, <laughs> fuck, I'm going to call it Hoagie Barmichaels, but it's like, it's that exact thing where yeah. there's like five seats for people watching stand up, then there's a big old bar over here. Yeah. And the only time you'll ever hear from the bar is when they're heckling you. Yeah. Like that's the only time they ever turn like, bah, bah, bah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, so you mentioned, um, the guys workaholics and, uh, and, and Kyle Nuichek and you are partners in, in, uh, Wonk. And, yeah. And, uh, and so I wanted to kind of hear a little bit about that. You, you mentioned you were, you went to school together, but so you went to film school. I went to Orange Coast College and I took every single film yeah. class they had. I really took it just because like I wanted to use the equipment. Because yeah. when you take the film classes and it's like 15 bucks to take a class, yeah, you get to rent out the equipment whenever you want. So oh, nice. I'm like, and at the time I had enough money to either buy a camera or a computer to edit. And so I'm like, I'm going to buy a computer to edit because I get these cameras fucking for free. Yeah. And like, that's why we did that. And Kyle wasn't, Kyle took maybe one film class. I didn't really know Kyle until like he moved to LA. I was really just hanging out with Blake and Adam. Oh yeah. Yeah. In the theater classes and like improv classes. Okay. So. Yeah. And what was that? It was mail order comedy was the. This was before mail order comedy. Okay. Before mail order comedy, there was instruments of destruction. Okay. Which is like we we were the only people at uh, Orange Coast College, I think I think to ever get like our own improvised like Saturday Night Live type sketch show. Yeah, and so it was me, Adam, Blake, Teddy, Teddy Spencer, he's dope. Jason, Justin. Uh, that's about it. Oh, Chris Gear and Chris. Yeah. Gear. So Adam, Adam Devine and Adam Devine and, and Blake. Yeah. And we wrote our stuff and performed it. Adam and I used to go to uh, Groundling shows sometimes. Yeah. Like. Damn. Yeah. yeah. And then they um, auditioned for Groundlings. Blake, Adam, Blake and Adam and Teddy auditioned for Groundlings. And we all auditioned together, right? Auditioned at the same time. And they got put in the fucking like next class up. And I got put in like the bottom class. And I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> fuck you guys yeah. thinking I'm like not supposed to be in an advanced class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so like, I think I gave up and I was like, I'm going to go make a music album. And then I like made like an R&B. 
Okay. Slow jam, like there you CD. Go. <laughs> Would you sing a little of that for us? Oh, let's take a walk around. Yeah. Sing the Beautiful. Whole thing. Yeah. No, well, and that's another funny part um, because, you know, you, you went on to make uh, Rage and Beauty, which is uh, which is such an awesome project. And, yeah. And, and, uh, and you're you're a beautiful singer. Thank you very much. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> Raging Beauty came out like came after like the most tumultuous time. Like it's crazy. Yeah. So and that and Raging Beauty is like a direct has a direct correlation to me getting my head bashed in. Oh yeah. Like yeah, direct yeah. correlation. Yeah. <laughs> because so I'm doing stand up and stuff. Yeah. And I'm doing it ev- like everywhere I can. So then I go to this Huntington Beach. That's where I got my head bashed in. Is in Huntington Beach. Um, after that, like, and I post the pictures and everybody's like, what the fuck's going on? What's going on? I also had my own show at the time. It was like TK's, TK's comedy takeover. Yeah. And I did it at these different bars, you know, and I do it because like, oh my gosh, I'm getting like a hundred bucks a night and I don't even have to, I'm just the host. All you gotta do is host. Yeah. Sweet. It's the, it was the, I was like the king. I felt like, oh my gosh. And like all these comedians are coming over to me like, (laughs) yo, can I do your spot? I'm sure. Whatever. You know? Yeah. After I got this thing happened, this thing happened to me. Like, I finally got, like, Adam and Blake's attention again because they were like, what the fuck are you doing down in Orange County? Like, yeah. Adam was like, I've done stand-up for so long, and that's never happened to me. Like, I've never heard of that <laughs> happening. How are you getting stabbed in your forehead? How are you getting stabbed in your forehead <laughs> on stage? I've never heard of that. So Blake came out to a show, and it's, 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 my, my shows were just crazy. Like, there'd be singing. Yeah. There'd be... Like, if there's a homeless dude, I'd bring him out. Like, it was just, like, whatever was in the room, we just made it happen. Like, yeah. I'd eat pizza. I'd, I'd, sometimes yeah. I'd do imaginary uh, bench pressing, and I'd be like, come over, help me. Come on. I need your help. You know, like, come on. I can't <laughs> hear you. Me, bro. Come on. Come on. And I'd get, I'd get the audience to cheer for me to, like, lift, like, 7,000 pounds. Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I, I did it. Yeah. And everybody's like, Yeah. <laughs> So Blake came out to this. He's like, okay, that was something new. That was cool. Yeah. And he told Adam. And Adam's like, that's dope. This is when Adam had his show uh, House Party. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, man, I I got this part. I wrote this part for you. Like where you're like, I want to get you on my show. You know, I I don't know about the stand up, but like I do have a part for you. So I had to go and audition at. Uh, Gotham, like Goth, this place called Gotham. It's like, it's a Comedy Central showcase. Yeah, and I'm doing my jokes, and my jokes are just—they're weird. There's one of—they're just weird jokes. Like, yeah, one of them. I'll tell you one joke. Um, what's up, guys? I got a tattoo. Y'all wanna know where I got a tattoo? <laughs> where? On my butthole. <laughs> you wanna know what I got a tattoo? What is it? Of a butthole. <laughs> and you know, I was thinking about getting it removed, but then I thought, how am I going to take a shit? <laughs> yeah. Like that yeah. was that was the first joke I think I ever told on stage. Yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, there you and go. And I just you know, so like that's the stuff I did for my Comedy Central showcase. And so they're like, yeah, he's he's something. So <laughs> he's, sure, he's sh- something. <laughs> and they said he can't he can't do the showcase. He can't do his like he can't do an act. Yeah, yeah, but. Sure, you can. He can act in it, and so I acted in that. Okay, yeah. And man, when I got to that fucking place, I was so pumped. It was that. It was my fucking Eminem moment. Yeah. You know, you only get one shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just like, 
when the cameras are on, I'm I'm gonna be a hundred percent me. Like, let's do this. Yeah. You know, and just started yelling because, like, uh, in in the scene, <laughs> I'm I I took over Adam's show because I'm like yeah. the fr- I'm the front yard yeah, comedian. Yeah. All yeah, this shit is in the it, back. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm just like, and it was like right after Boston Celtics won the NBA finals. Yeah. And so Kevin Garnett said, anything is possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just went into that mentality. So like in that scene, I'm harnessing Kevin Garnett. <laughs> like uh, like this, this fucking great basketball player. Yeah. Um, that was your inspiration. That was my inspiration. You know, that's awesome. And so from that, uh, Kevin Etten wrote workaholic or wrote a workaholic scene for me i think it was him orders him enders orders and Durs told me about it at comic-con because we used to always go to comic-con together and just fucking party and like yeah hang out with like fucking suicide girls like yeah i mean i would like Mm -hmm. no one else would but like it was the best (laughs) um yeah and i think and how did we get the rage and beauty from that so this is all in like this four month span. So then they wrote a part for you on Workaholics. Yeah. And I've, I mean, I've seen the part. It was like you were like the guy like entertaining at a kid's party. Yeah. And- <laughs> because I did that too. Yeah, yeah. I actually did that. There's like, I'll, I'll, I'll send you these fucking pictures. <laughs> I legitimately went, was an Aladdin. I got paid a hundred bucks. Like anything that said- Wait, I, In real life, you were I the swear, same guy? I was, I, I, I was an Aladdin interpreter. <laughs> in, uh, interpreter? No. What's the word? Impersonator. I, I, impersonator. Yeah. I was an Aladdin impersonator. I got paid a hundred bucks to go to this party that was like all, um, I don't want to say the wrong nationality, but whatever nationality Aladdin is, yeah. these people wore that yeah. nationality. Yeah. So like I'm a white Aladdin sitting yeah, and I'm surrounded by this family that's like, okay, you're Aladdin. Yeah, and I even like a kid, a kid came down and sat sat with God me. God damn, I would love to see. I'll that. send you all these pictures, bro. That's Wait, yeah, like the that was the inspiration, one. bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I love that they just kind of like you know, obviously you've been buds with these guys for all these years, but I love that you're just going on living your regular life, and then they're like, uh, we'll just pluck that from what he this weird shit he's doing, yeah. and make it a part in the show, and and that's I, I think you have that like that thing about you that's like that it's just really funny like where you're it's kind of you can't tell where the line is of who you really are and what you're putting on oh you know and that's what's like that's what's really fun to watch i i talked a little bit about this with kyle but when we did the ping pong thing um i you know came out as the hulk hogan guy and was like tk's a pussy and and then I saw like a little thing of you like I'm not a pussy, bro. And I was like, Oh, does he? Does he? Do you take that for real? Or do? And so I'm like texting you like, Dude, I love you. And you're like, Yeah, I know. Like, and and it's you playing up on that character, yeah. but but it's so good that I can't. I couldn't tell. Like, wait, is he being real or is this like, is he playing this up? And so I think that that line there is hard to tell with you, which makes it really funny. Funny, yeah. and that's why I'm not successful, probably. <laughs> no, no. I wouldn't say you're not successful, dude. You're, no, you're you doing a lot saying. of stuff with, yeah, with yeah, Monk yeah. and, you know, and and, uh, and and doing, you know, Rage and Beauty and, and uh, Mega that's the line hit. that That's the line that we, why Rage and Beauty, I should say why Rage and Beauty pro- pro- probably didn't hit. It's oh, because, yeah. like, it is that line. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck am I watching? Did Darren Aronofsky try to make a fucking... 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Comedy Central pilot? What is this? <laughs> I know, because it is. It's sort of like, uh, okay. It like, never don't... winks. <laughs> it never winks back. It's just dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because we were so into the, because the wrestler did come out at the same time. Yeah. And Kyle and I were both talking like, I'm like, dude, you got to get like an over the shoulder of me walking in. Like, we both were like, yes, dude, we're going to get this, this. We were looking at dramas before we made this. Yeah. We weren't looking at comedies, but we were going to try to make a comedy. Yeah, but that's to me what's so good. I, I love the stuff that's off kilter like that. So like, I, and I told you when I first met you, like I'm a big TK fan because that stuff is is great. Like I want to feel a little uncomfortable and then go into a laugh, you know, rather than like, then just like, oh, set set it up. Here it is, yeah. you know. Like I love what that you're like. I don't know what I'm watching right now. And <laughs> I feel weird, and then you and then you fall into the laughs about it, and then and then it becomes. It comes really funny and I think personal because because the laugh becomes personal to me where I go, I'm laughing at it for this reason. I don't know why you're laughing at it, but for me, I find this part of it to be funny, you know, and, and yeah. that's with Rage and Beauty. Um, if anybody's listening, you got to go out and, and, and watch Rage and Beauty and you can find it on. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's on our channel. It's the craziest show never made. We changed it the title to that. Okay. It's still called Rage and Beauty. We actually called it Rage we were trying to get it on a, a French, um, like platform. Yeah, <laughs> so that's we, where it belongs. <laughs> I know. So we we changed it to Rage et Beauté. Like yeah. we, we like there's there's so post, there's posters that say Rage et Beauté. Yeah, because we were like we just want it out there. So it's like in in some ways Wonk will never, um, like bow down to platforms but in some ways we're like please watch us please yeah, watch yeah, us yeah, just yeah. watch us well and it's funny because i mean i i you i saw it with you um my buddy zach is who is our friend um he's sitting behind the camera right now yeah but uh but he's mutual friends that introduced me to you and uh and and kyle and and all the guys at wonk and uh and i got to sit down and watch it the first time i met you and it was just it was like it's so good man i i love it so Check out Rage and Beauty for sure, because it, it's just a funny, funny thing. And and uh, and then you know, you, I mean, you've done so many other things. You, you know, uh, Mega Summer Hit. I I just saw that probably right before the ping pong match, and uh, and it was so good because it really cleared up a lot of things for me. <laughs> it's a move. It's just a movie of therapy. Yeah, like that's all that is. And, and that is another. Another part where I say like it, it it blurs the line between who you really are and then this character that you're putting on. And so you're kind of like, what? and I didn't know. So when your dad comes on, I'm like, this guy is just like TK. Like, is this really his dad? And then, and then it was, and it just, and just the like animosity and the things that are happening there is so good and so funny. And, and I, I, I think I remember texting Zach, like, wait, is this really his dad? Because it seems like it could really be his dad. Like, and they're like, yeah, yeah. it's like really his dad. So, so it's just so good. And then, you know, and then there's the crazy parts where you're trying to, they're trying to like show the, you know the stuff over at Kyle's place, and there's this big fight. And I mean, yeah, the whole part, the whole thing. Go watch that too. Mega Summer Hit. Um, you can find that. You can find all this on your website though, too, right? Like on on Wonk. You could find it on Wonk. I would go to our YouTube though. Okay. Our our website is like has turned like professional, so it's like not as fun. Oh yeah, it's still fun, but come to it. Sure, go to it. 
Yeah, but so go to go to go to YouTube. Though. YouTube, uh, Wonk on YouTube, but WonkInc.com. WonkInc.com is uh, is is you know your company and and uh, and you know Kyle and and you uh, Kyle's I guess Kyle's company, but then you're like the main producer dude that does all yeah. you know does a bunch of work and um, so many cool things. I mean, what are you guys doing over there? You're doing commercials and and stuff as well. Like, commercials, a lot of music videos, like. Yeah. We are a music video factory right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Working with the dumb bitches with internet. Yeah. Fade up, fade up, bye bye. <laughs> New dialogue. Oh man, the list goes on. You did something with Childish Gambino at some point. Child, that was bef- that's that was a while ago. Yeah. That was uh, Adam Newichek and Kyle Newichek did that. Yeah, that's, that's rad, man. That's super rad. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, and and uh, dumb bitches with internet, man. Those guys are hilarious. They they were the announcers for the ping pong. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know about the ping pong thing, um, TK and Kyle started this this uh, celebrity ping pong, uh, you know, tournament thing, and and uh, somehow I got involved with it and <laughs> and just acted a fool. And uh, but but the dumb bitches with the internet are the commentators. Yeah. And uh, and they're hilarious. It's almost hard to pay attention to the game because they're so funny, like sitting there just throwing out these lines. And you're like, man, I want to laugh at that. But I got to be I got to focus on where the ball's going yeah. right now. Um, so what so how is that little thing? I mean, it seems like I wanted to ask because like it, over here at Wonk, like I have infiltrated your studio and taken over your gear and done <laughs> and made it the bathroom break podcast today. Yeah. But, but, uh, but over here, it's just so fun. Like it's just an atmosphere. Like, damn, there's just fun stuff going on and, and things just kind of, it's almost like an incubator because things just kind of happen and they start to grow here. Like, like the ping pong thing. I mean, we came over the first week and it was you guys doing it and it was, it was literally dumb bitches with the internet they were the commentators. Zach and I were doing the sound and camera and you and, and Kyle and, and like you did it and you were like, hey, we kind of want to start this ping pong thing where we're talking trash and doing press conferences and like and then you start it and then all of a sudden it's start, you know, and now it's becoming a thing. And yeah, and uh, and it's so fun just kind of to see how stuff like is just kind of is born and then starts to become something and well, it's uh, the social media too i mean it's like we, we put stuff up you know it's that spaghetti you throw the spaghetti against the wall see if it's fucking sticks and kyle and i played i mean it wasn't we got a we got a pretty big response like not a huge response but like yeah. our of our fans like people were like yeah yeah like they were yeah. stoked on it and so when it was like oh yeah rab let's add let's replace me with rab let's see what happens and it's yeah. just like fucking <laughs> you know <laughs> it was it, fun it's man. like it's it's it made it more fun yeah, yeah. and like especially having Zach helping out to make the fucking lighting look dope and yeah yeah, the whole thing, and you can check out that um, those ping pong matches on Wonk YouTube. On Wonk YouTube as well. Uh, I mean, it, it goes live when we do it, when we did that one, and then it also it just stays, records it and stays. Stays. There. You can still see your comments if you made comments during it. Like your part, the comments are part of the show for me. Like I'll yeah. I'll I'll rewatch it. And I'll watch all the comments and see what people are saying. It's like <laughs> that's part of it. It's super fun, dude. It's so fun, and 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 so like, do you feel? like being at Wonk is like that. Like, I mean, you, we touched on a little bit like that you went to some classes, but I mean, it's kind of obviously always been your thing too. Like you've always wanted to be, you've always been creative as, you know, as a young, younger person. And then kind of growing up, is it, is it rad to just be in an environment where I feel like it's sort of, you know, that, that incubator for creativity. 
It's the perfect environment. Yeah. It's the perfect environment. I'm I'm probably like my whole life I've just been like, let's just do it and then we'll figure it out after like while we're doing it. You know, yeah. like let's film it. Like I that's why I'm like not a theater guy, because it's like, let's fucking film it. Yeah. And I'll fix it in editing or like we'll we can, learn. We'll, well we'll yeah. learn and the next one will be dope. Like yeah. let's just film it. And so like that's what we are here at Wonk. Kyle adds the um Kyle makes sure that we're doing some quality shit. The professionalism stuff. Professionalism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, like let's. Here's how we. That's take it cool. To let's that. focus maybe this way. Let's let's have a little focus because I just, I'm like I want to fucking just do everything. Yeah. Like, anybody that comes in because everybody that comes in here is like talented. Yeah. Like everybody because you know it's yeah. just. Well, it, it kind of like um, it kind of attracts that because yeah. it, because there is that feeling here of like oh dude I want to go over there and just fuck around you know and um, and I see that you know. Like you mentioned, you guys are you're putting out a lot of music videos right now. Like fade up, fade out, bye bye is coming out uh, Thursday. Yeah, on 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 Valentine's Day, and uh, so you know, I mean, the band's hanging around here. You're shooting videos. Where do you do you shoot in the studio area a lot, or do you? Or well, now we do. We we've only been in this space, I think, for like six six months. Okay, six months. No, not even six months, like three or four months, huh? Yeah, like three or four months. Like three or four months. Yeah. So, and it's constantly moving. Like, I feel like we have a good space. Like, even the live stream has changed. Like, from the from the ping pong, you could see the evolution of our live stream from the ping pong. Yeah. Ping pong had one camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other one had fucking four or five because we had, we got a switcher. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's great. It's and it gr- just keeps growing, yeah. Yeah. We saw that the ping pong was like something people liked and were having fun with. So it's like, okay, now let's invest into a switcher. Before, you know, we tested it with Kyle and I. And it's like, let's just keep doing this live stream stuff and doing the music stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Like, my goal is to have a one music concert series a month and one comedy live stream a month. Whether that's ping pong, fucking horse, you know. Yeah. Like playing cards. Yeah. Like a yeah. boxing match. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can mess around with that, but like any bands that want to roll out and be on the Wonk live stream, hit me up. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. And how do they get a hold of you? On I uh, mean, I shouldn't put my phone number out, right? No, I no. <laughs> I mean like uh, on Instagram. You could, you could you could go to our website, go to wonkinc.com and you can you can get to our email there. Yeah. Contact us there. Cool. And then yeah, do some live stream music. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So, thinking of that, like, um, you are a actually a really good singer. So, do you still like? Do you still go in that direction and make music? Or I, I love to. I, I want to. It's mm-hmm. just there's a lot to do here at Wonk. So it's right. like it's hard to carve out that time. Carve out that time, and I don't want to. I, I think that was like probably growing up. That was my problem was that like just lack of focus like i want to sing i want to dance i want to i want to act i want to direct i want to edit like right now i'm trying to just be behind the camera dude behind the behind the thing stuff you know yeah and obviously if if i'm meeting in front of the camera to make it doper i'll be in front of the camera (laughs) well it always makes it doper when you're in front of the camera studio city kings (laughs) like if i have to sure yeah 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 oh that's another project that's that's really awesome and you can see that can you see that on youtube too or is that only on i i I took that off 
Okay. It's not on our YouTube right now. It might be back on soon because it might we might have just sold it. Oh wow! So it's like I'm just being careful that yeah, it, I don't hurt the selling of that. And so Studio City Kings, like explain that a little bit. It's a crime drama. It's a crime web series drama. Yeah, which is a little bit different from like all the comedy stuff that you guys. That started do. out as a comedy, though. Yeah, like it started out as, um, me, Ryan Maximilia, and Oliver Rayon in Orange County. I hired another comedian to shoot it, like just somebody with a camera, not not anybody. Like, he's not a DP. He just had a camera. I'm like, can you shoot this? And so, we shot three scenes. And it's it's a comedy, and I I gotta find it because like Zach, did you ever see that Zach? Um, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's like it's hilarious how far it came from that to this because it's like we're like talking like this. Hey, oh well, what, what, look <laughs> yeah. at this. Oh, you think that's you know? And Kyle saw it, and Kyle's like, "This is cool." And we we had a conversation, like all four of us, like, "What should it be?" You know, and it was like, "Let's." Let's see if we can make it real. Like, instead of acting like these guys, like, let's not make it a comedy. Yeah. And we leaned into it and made it a drama. Yeah. So was that kind of, was that cool to kind of find that, that voice? Like, I think within yourself when you're, when, you know, like, normally you're used to being goofy and kind yeah. of playing that. Was it, was it a stretch or were you, or had you done a lot of drama stuff? I've done a lot of drama stuff, like, all the stuff I directed was always drama, dramatic. In mm -hmm. college, like I don't think I ever did a comedy. It's yeah. all dramatic. Um, yeah, and so part of that getting done was like Zach. Yeah, like Kyle got me in touch with Zach, and we started talking, and um, we ended up meeting up at Birds off Franklin Street, and. Um, I'm meeting this camera guy, and he's bringing Ryan Hosking too. Yeah, and, and we looked them up on IMDb, and it's like, oh, keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh, the Revenant, you know. And we're yeah. and me and my buddy Ryan were just like junior college guys. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Like, what the fuck are we meeting right now? Because <laughs> we looked it up right before they came down to sit, and we're just like, who the fuck are these guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These guys are legit. These guys coming. are so legit. Like, what the f Like, this was something we were just talking like this before. Now it's like the Revenant and keeping up their cat. Kardashians is doing this shit. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen and stuff. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, because that was like... Yeah. We, we, th we thought we were just going to be doing, like, the same thing we did up there. Yeah. Then the first day came around, and we shot it at Oliver's house. And Oliver has this, like, little apartment. And I'm... I'm not really ready for anything. I'm just ready to shoot by the hip. You know, it's like I'm shooting this like little Indian stuff. Yeah. You know, like we'll have one camera, you know, maybe <laughs> we'll have lights. Maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe yeah. we'll have lights. <laughs> Fucking Zach comes up. He's like, oh, no, we need some production value. Like he and that's <laughs> like a crew of like, like there had to be 13 people there. Yeah. Yeah. 13 yeah. <laughs> people. I'm, I'm expecting just him, by the way, him and Ryan. Yeah. And that's it. And so it's like that day. I'm like, oh, wow, I have to prepare more. Like I, yeah. I was like so overwhelmed that day because I was not ready for it. I was ready just to be like, <laughs> I'm just gonna step into this thing. No lights. I was not expecting lights. No I was like, lights. oh, I guess we can light it. I, for real, I wasn't there yet. I was like, let's let's just shoot it. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and so then it, then it just became real and professional and then quickly. Professional, and now I'm like used to being. From that, I was like, okay, 
Yeah. And every day it was like, you got to be more prepared. Don't don't get caught unprepared. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think that's a really cool point of like how um, you kind of play to your competition, you know, like where um, if it's like a sports team and they're pretty good and they play the worst team in the league, they'll kind of play down to it. And then if, and if it's like an average team that plays the best, they like play up to it, you know? And I think like, that that really kind of helps because if if your mindset is like like there's a there's a great uh, there's something to be said about just throwing yourself in the fire and just going for it and doing it because I I have that mentality too and I think that's what the CKY stuff and and those things were just like who cares just film it you know and as it evolves it starts to get more production value and and become bigger and and uh, and shot better and and I think that happens because then you start playing to the people that are at that higher level of production value. And so they they help you get better at that. And then all of a sudden now you look back and go, I wasn't going to put lights. Like, what am I a fool? Like now, because when you see how good it looks, just, you know, putting a little bit of that effort into it. And then, and, and you know, these guys are professional and know what they're doing. So, so when you have them and they're doing that, you're like, man, why was I ever doing it the other way now? Okay. But, with that being said, I feel like throwing yourself into the fire is what gets you to that point. Yes. You know, so like how how do you get there unless you shoot a couple of those dumb scenes? Kyle's like, hey, that's got something to it. And let me introduce you to Zach and, and Ryan. And then and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, and it's all because you threw yourself in the fire with a couple of those little scenes. Yeah. If you didn't do those couple little scenes, it'd be nothing. Nobody would be talking about it. We wouldn't we wouldn't be watching Studio City Kings. No. You know, so yeah. I mean, it's it's just cool that 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 it, it kind of takes off. And, and I think that brings back to my point a little bit about how Wonk is that way. It's like it, it's it's inspiring because I, I just met you guys, whatever, six months ago. But it's like it, it's inspiring because it reminds me of the days of CKY where it's it's sort of like you can relate it to the improv world of yes. And instead of like, hey, want to film this? Oh, it'll never work. It's like, hey, want to film this? Like, oh, cool. Well, how do we do it? You know, like, there's that, there's that, like, uh, contagious kind of um, outlook here, and that, and it's really cool to to see that and start to be a part of it with the ping pong thing, and and you know, and we're talking about filming some skits together, and 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 that's really neat because, uh, you know, that environment is what creates really good stuff. Yeah. You know, just just the positive, like. Okay, even if it sounds like you don't know what you're doing or whatever, and there's, you know, it's like this is going to be a disaster. It's like let's film this beautiful disaster. Yes, you know? yes, you know? and 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 see what happens as it goes. Yeah, I love that shit, man. I used to watch the fucking Bad Girls Club. <laughs> That's where I met Zach. Yeah, <laughs> Bad Girls Club. Yeah, <laughs> homie, you never told me you worked on the Bad Girls Club. <laughs> yeah that's, that's where you guys met yeah <laughs> for real though that used to be my favorite show i love that drama stuff i love it so yeah. much i love real <laughs> drama i love real drama even if they're acting even though i even if i tell it was scripted yeah i love that stuff i yeah. love it so much <laughs> like that's what make a summer hit was make a summer hit was me kyle and i getting in a fight like it wasn't a fight. He's like, yo, it was just a text message. Like, yeah. I'm, this is, I'm just going to describe one scene. He's like, yo, man, you got to stop, like, tweeting at all these celebrities. Like, you tweeted at Ron Howard. What are you doing? It was just a tweet or just a, a, a text message. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, we got to film this. 
Yeah. And so we fil- we like we were like we went over to his house and we filmed like an actual fight about it. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess awesome. like I guess it didn't yeah. have a script. Mega Summer had started. Yeah. It was a fucking text message script. Yeah, but that's that's what's so cool about it is it just it grows from that. Yeah. So Man. much fun. Yeah, hell yeah. So what is uh what's next for TK? Um trying to do more music videos. Trying to get the live stream going pretty good. Um, I mean that's obviously that's wonk stuff, but I'm I'm a TK fan. I want to know TK you... is wrapped in wonk right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TK is shrouded <laughs> with wonk. You know, like I did just shoot this like little trailer that's gonna be dope. Nice. It might be a movie. Who Hell knows? yeah. Like <laughs> all right. Just doing stuff. Um I I do I I I feel like you need to do an album with that that angel of a voice you have there. I'll get back to that. Okay. Like George from Dumb Bitches, like we we might be working on something. Okay. Feel like he's like I feel like he got some Dr. Dre in him for real. Hell yeah. But like for R&B <laughs> stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's going to be some some uh have some sex to it kind of music. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I'm getting horny right now just thinking about Especially it. finding out like now now being <laughs> Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> finding out like being on this side of it and finding out how much money these like motherfuckers get for like to have a If you have a music like a song on a movie, like mm-hmm. it's fucking a lot of money. Yeah. Like it's like a year's worth of salary for somebody. Most people, like yes. for most people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's crazy. Crazy. So, that's what, that's the goal is is be the R and B hit king for for movies and yeah. then just sit back and count that cheddar. Count that cheddar. Just like, <laughs> just put me over the credits on every song, yeah. on every movie, <laughs> and I'll sing you out. Like you know how Will Smith used to do it. Like he used to have like every movie he was in. Yeah. Like I'm gonna do it in the R and B version though. There you go. You know, <laughs> here Sultry. come the man in black. <laughs> you know, I could do that. Hell yeah! <laughs> nice man. Well, uh, I appreciate you coming on the bathroom break podcast and and uh, mixing it up a little bit here. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that sultry R and B movie hits that are coming from. TK. Get ready for it. <laughs> do not show that. <laughs> Show it. Do not show it. No, 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 no. I'm trying to, for real, don't. All right, cut. That could get me in trouble. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That's dope. Thanks for having me out. Dude, yeah, hell yeah. Awesome.